we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 7th, 2013. Continuing on this theme that we started in part one, the next report is State Grants Secret Service Vast New Powers. Soon, they will be able to enforce the Obama gun laws without the sheriff's help. Now, remember what I said before about the sheriffs. The sheriffs of all factions of the governmental system in the United States, I'm just going to lump them in, they seem to be by far where the Obama administration is getting the most resistance from regarding this the Second Amendment um, things. So, in my eyes, from an Illuminati standpoint, if I were Satan, I would say, well, they've got to go. We've got to get rid of these sheriffs in mass because they're being an impediment to Satan's plan to implement a one-world, draconian, malevolent New World Order to strip us of all of our rights and liberties. They're getting way too much resistance from the sheriffs in particular. And this is evidence of why I believe that. A bill is headed to Colorado Governor John Hicklin-Lopers. Why can't I have a name like that? Hicklin-Lopers desk that Republican lawmakers say would give members of the Secret Service. Secret Service? Broad arrest powers in the state and could provide a framework for federal agents eventually to enforce gun restrictions. So what I guess they could do is send their Secret Service goons in, do mass arrests on the Sheriff's Department, and then maybe of the sheriffs, and then say to the, the deputies, say, listen, either you capitulate, do as we say, or we're arresting you as well. And then they'll install their, you know, satanic puppets in there, so then the sheriff, the office of sheriff will be totally taken over and will be just as corrupt as the rest of our wicked government. That's what I see happening, I think. This is absolutely insane, Representative Lori Sane, Republican, uh, said. I think she's a... I'm sorry, representative said. Uh, in theory, if a Secret Service agent is in a county where the sheriff has refused to enforce some of the recent unenforceable gun laws, again, like I said, an, uh, they're unenforceable. How can you track things that you, you don't even have a record on? Let's say someone had a private transaction and bought some 30-round AK-47 or, AK or whatever, AR-15 magazines. There was no record of that ever. It was legal at the time it took place. It might have happened 20 years ago. I don't know. How do you enforce something when you don't even know it exists? Is the point here. Just That's just one small example of what they're talking about when they talk about unenforceable. The agent could arrest an, an individual if he believes the law has been broken. So, again, they could just use that as a excuse. Well, you're not, you're, these are unenforceable, yes, true, but we're going to arrest you anyway because we don't like you. The idea actually aligns with the Obama agenda to create a vast new restrictions and regulations on guns. World, da World Net Daily has reported that hundreds of sheriffs nationwide, including many in Colorado, have said they cannot enforce federal restrictions that would violate the Second Amendment. Amen. But they don't care about that. Satan doesn't care. He could care less. Just do what I say, is what Satan would say. And that's Obama. Satan, essentially. Just Satan's mouthpiece. Satan's little helper, whatever you want to call him. Anyway, in Colorado, Weald County Sheriff John Cook said he and many other county sheriffs won't quote, won't bother with several laws poised to go into effect in Colorado because they would be impossible to enforce. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> 
Cook said he and other sheriffs are considering filing a lawsuit to block the laws, and sheriffs in other parts of the nation agree, with more than 340 already banding together to promote and uphold the U.S. Constitution. Every single one in Florida, I know one of them, Sheriff Scott. I mean, I met with him once, it's not like I'm on a whatever. Good guy. Had a good feeling about him, really liked him. Told him about the whole vaccination pandemic agenda. He was very open and receptive. I was like, man, God bless this guy. You know? But this is this is what we're dealing with here. The Colorado legislature also passed a bill putting a 15-round limit on ammunition magazines. The new bill regarding the Secret Service, SB 13-013, passed on a nearly party-line vote in the Democratic-controlled House and is now awaiting the governor's signature. The bill grants members of the Secret Service arrest powers by considering them to be a peace officer. So this is already, this is just waiting the governor's signature. I mean, we are really, truly on the cusp of, of the most horrific time America will ever and has ever known, ever. We are right on the cusp. I do not think we're getting out of 2013 before it gets real. All it's going to take is one mega crisis, one dirty suitcase nuke, one semi-major terror, supposed terroristic attack, which we'll probably orchestrate, just like 9-11. If you don't believe that, key in loose change, final cut, 9-11, in the keyword search box at YouTube. Just one of the many videos blowing apart the official narrative there. All we are told by the mainstream press over and over and over are lies. Total lies. Don't believe anything that comes from them. They are nothing but a tool of Satan. This is what we're dealing with. So, we're right on the cusp of this, and they're getting doing all of these things now from a legal standpoint to get as many of their satanic ducks in a row as possible all of these 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 things, a pandemic, World War Three in Korea. Let's say they, oh man, if they put an EMP over America, oh wow. That would be one of the worst case scenarios right there. If they had a low yield nuke high over America and, and an EMP blast, and it knocked out the majority of the electrical system in America, I've seen reports that said people that were affected by that, the majority of people in those areas would be dead within a year. No electricity. Think of how many things that would shut down. It would, it would, it would destroy all the vehicles prior to, I believe, 1984, their electrical system, because everything after that was there was computers, and it would destroy. That's why it's good to have an EMP-proof vehicle. That would be really good to have. A lot of these things I don't have, okay? Uh, but that would be good to have. There's so many things that you could gear up and prepare for. And, and ultimately, you have to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. Because I understand a lot of us aren't in a position to... Monetary position to do a lot of these things. Or, or to be in a... You know, underground bunker in, in, in some remote area. We're going to talk about that later. We're actually going to give some proactive things that... Some of us can do. And maybe the Lord will open doors for you to actually get into that position. We're going to talk about that near uh, in a little bit here. Because I want to address that as well. I always want to give scripture during the teaching and other proactive things that you can do if the Lord so leads you to do where you can have some options maybe about other things. So, going back to this article... Um, the new bill, okay, the bill grants the members of the Secret Service arrest powers by considering them to be a peace officer, putting them on par with the state law enforcement officials with respect to arrest authority. I will say this, 
if you start to see them starting to arrest or assassinate the sheriffs in mass, that is when you probably want to head for the hills if you have a bug out location. Because that is one of the last things standing. Now, I'm not saying God is not in the picture. I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ can't protect you, but I'm saying from a just purely temporal standpoint, the sheriff is one of the last lines of defense between you and Big Brother. I'm talking about New World Order government, UN, foreign troops, homeland security. Unless all the sheriffs get on, and they're not going to get on board with the Homeland Security if they want to come in and take away the Second Amendment. Now, I understand there's a lot of ways they can twist their arms. You know, they could do the one thing where they call the sheriffs maybe out of state. Of course, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. And then say, hey, we got your family. Huh, yeah, they're safe with us. They, they're going to do this. I've, I've reported on this. And then the sheriffs are like, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to uh, make sure my family's not killed at gunpoint. They're going to have every dirty trick in the book they're going to use for this. You see them starting to arrest and or assassinate sheriffs in mass. I just saw this today. I've seen a couple things about sheriffs in the last couple days. Sheriff killed for Second Amendment support. Let me see if I can find out the source of this. It looks pretty, man, this, this looks, wow. There's a lot of documentation here. Now again, this could be an MK Ultra mind control slave doing this, doing their dirty work. West Virginia Sheriff Eugene Crum assassinated because of his support of Second Amendment and the U.S. Constitution with a question mark. Sure seems like an awful lot of Second Amendment supporters have been whacked lately. What are they doing? Getting the CIA's patsy to knock off law-abiding Second Amendment supporters one by one? We know for a fact that the CIA has a technology to program MK Ultra mind control assassins since at least 1954. Amen. I said we brought over the sick, disgusting, demon-infested to the toenails Nazi war MDs like Mengele and Green and these guys over through Project Paperclip and now they work for us. Then he goes on to say, check out the document below. Something is terribly wrong in Barack Obama's America. How long will America continue to allow these assassinations and gunning, gutting of our Constitution to go on? Please pray for the family of Eugene Crum. Much more below. Here's a picture of him. An email from Sheriff Richard Mack and the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is below. Sheriff Mack, I mean, very reputable. It is a tragic and very sad day for all Americans. We have learned of the assassination of Sheriff Eugene Crum of Mingo County, West Virginia. Sheriff Crum was dedicated to his community and will be sorely missed. The SOPA and all of its members and staff extend our most heartfelt condolences to Sheriff Crum's family and the Mingo County Sheriff's Office. This is from Richard Mack and Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. This happened. Sheriff Crum was shot shortly after noon today near the courthouse in Mingo County. The suspect is in custody. The guy looks demon-possessed to the toenails. Really does. MK Ultra Mind Control Patsy? He sure looks like one. He looked like... He, I mean, if you, if you looked it up in the dictionary, it would, you would think his picture would be next to it, like, as a description. Here's the CIA document. Mori ID 190691, page 1. Hypnotic Experiment and Research. February 10th, 1954. To check the veracity of this document, order it directly from the CIA as an individual document or as part of the three CD set of declassified CIA mind control documents. Order instructions are available here. This is really good. I'm glad I read this because this totally backs up what I just said about the CIA mind control. This is right from the CIA. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... (laughs) I'm telling you, this, you watch what they're doing with the sheriffs. Closely. I mean, 
honestly, if I have ever said before in the past that I don't know if we have another week with Korea, with the outbreak of a pandemic, which I'm going to talk about that as well. I don't know how I'm going to get all this in today. The Middle East. So many potential linchpins for all of this. I truly don't know on a week-to-week basis and I really don't know. That's why the Bible says boast not of tomorrow. You know, don't boast of tomorrow. Uh, If ever that was the case, (laughs) we're in that situation. You know? So, but every day we live is just one more day closer to when we go to be with the Lord. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I, I try to really look at it that way. I'm, I'm just looking here and checking if there's been any more uh, Rick Warren's son Matthew committed suicide. I don't know. I haven't even looked into that yet, but you know, when you serve Satan, can't imagine that the kid was raised right, considering his dad's overtly totally serving Satan. And the coming New World Order religion, which he is at the lynch, he's at the actual spear tip of, of implementing from the Christian standpoint. I don't even mean Catholic, but he's yoking up with the Catholics. So, but yeah, I mean, we're seeing, I'm seeing this uh, with these, I've seen some a lot of stuff about the sheriffs lately. You see that? That is something you really want to keep a close eye on. If they start taking down these sheriffs in mass... You, I think that would be a very strong indicator. If you had a bug out location, you'd want to go then, or, or get really get geared up. Biden's called for a new world order. This MSNBC host said this week, your kids belong to the collective. It was an absolute, total. Um, oh, this this angered me so bad when I saw this. I think this is only thirty. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Video below, college professor and NBC host, Melissa Harris-Perry, says your children are not yours. They are owned by the community. She says this in a public, public education has failed because we have not allowed the state to confiscate more of our money, essentially. I mean, if you read between the lines. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because... Okay, sorry, I just messed that up. I hit the X on the sound button. I was trying to increase it. So, she's saying we haven't invested enough in public education. <laughs> enough. And, you know, we haven't invested enough in Darwinian brainwashing, in, in, in kindergartners getting sex education, and then passing out condoms to sixth graders, and, and, and them teaching them on all the most horrific... Um, debased sexual practices that you... We haven't invested enough in that. Now, again, straight from the forked tongue of Satan, let's go ahead and play this again, or at least started three seconds into it. Public education as we should have, because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is your... See, your kid is yours. Now, I thought she... At first, if you just saw that, you'd say, yeah, my kid's mine. I mean, obviously, your, your child's God's, okay? But she's saying... But then she's... Then, She's going to turn around and actually say what she really means. And totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Spoken from the forked tongue of, of Satan herself, um, so we're, we belong to a collective. The, the kids belong to the community, to the government, the state. Hillary, Hillary Clinton said that it takes a village, and again, to raise the child. No, it doesn't. Particularly in today's day and age. I try to keep my daughter away from any kind of negative influence because I don't want her to be corrupted and her to be leavened and her to be defiled. But this, this witch... 
wants that. She wants to see your child brainwashed and defiled, particularly by the public school system, but then by the community at large, because most people are not God-fearing, Bible-believing Christians. So you have to be very, very careful where, you know, your children are spending time at. So, anyway, that just came out this week. So it it's just, man, it is on. I have never witnessed anything like this. Um, let's go further here. So, back to this legislation. The Secret Service arrest powers uh, by considering them to be peace officers, these Secret Service now, putting them on par with the state law enforcement officials with respect to arrest authority. The legislation does not only apply to agents guarding the president or other government officials, but also to special agents, uniformed uniformed division officers, physical security technicians, physical security specialists, and special officers of the United States Secret Service. So anybody associated with the Secret Service can go in there and arrest and get rid of the sheriffs now. Next report, Utah Sheriff's Association to Obama from our cold, dead hands. Now that's the quote by Charlton Heston, who was at the time, I believe, the head of the NRA, and said that, I believe, probably shortly before he retired. He said, you're not going to get my gun unless you come take it from my cold, dead hands. Meaning, Second Amendment right is not one that you, is not a right you can infringe on. Okay. As the sheriffs across the nation signal opposition to enforcing additional federal gun regulations, the Utah Sheriff's Association sent a letter to President Obama assuring him that its members similarly will not comply. This is very good, but it also... See, whenever righteousness pushes one way, the New World Order, particularly as it gets more powerful, is going to push back in a more overt way. To the New World Order, to Satan, this is a weak link in the chain that has to be eliminated. That's how I'm viewing this more and more with the sheriffs. I don't see how the sheriffs are going to be able to continue to exist. I don't think the New World Order has room in its agenda for this type of... Resistance. They, they, they will not, they ultimately ha- will have to eliminate this. I, I think that's going to be their view. Now, could God intervene and keep this in place? Absolutely. But I also know God's judgment is coming. And is coming. And is here. You know, and again, that could really ramp up. Very quickly. And again, for reasons I've stated, you know. 70 million plus aborted babies or whatever it is now since Roe versus Wade, the sodomite gay agenda. You could go on and on and on. Okay, so the letter insists that the rights of Utah citizens trump any new gun control measure that Congress might pass and that sheriffs in Utah are prepared to trade their lives in defense of their constituents' right to keep and bear arms. The letter signed by 28 of Utah's 29 sheriffs sternly rejects the citation of recent tragedies as Congress as Congress's rationale for expanded gun restrictions regulations. God bless them. With the number of ma- this is this is part of the letter. With the number of mass shootings America has endured, it's easy to demonize firearms as if the firearms sprouted the legs and went in there and did it on their own. You know, it's also foolish and prejudiced, though, to do this. Firearms are nothing more than instruments, valuable and potentially dangerous, but instruments nonetheless. Malevolent souls, like the criminals who commit mass murders, will always exploit valuable instruments in the pursuit of evil. They didn't have guns, they'd use knives. If they didn't have knives, they'd use rocks. Well, are you going to outlaw the rocks? As professor, as professional peace officers, if we understand nothing else, we understand this. Lawful violence must sometimes be employed to deter and stop criminal violence. Absolutely. That is righteous. Consequently, the citizenry must continue its ability to keep and bear arms, including arms that adequately protect from all kinds of illegality. 
Meaning, if everybody was disarmed, the, the, the sheriffs couldn't go and protect everybody. But if the people are armed, the sheriffs have to end up not going out and having to protect every single person, which is physically impossible. Because the people are armed and can protect themselves. They want that. Righteous sheriffs want that. They want guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens. It helps them do their job. It helps them maintain righteousness from that regard in the community. If if only if the sheriffs are, are gone and the citizens are disarmed, the only ones that are going to have the guns are the criminals and the wicked, evil, big brother, New World Order government. Now, how do you think that's going to turn out? Can you say mass genocide on a biblical scale? Yeah, because that's what's going to happen. For those that won't go along, and for a lot of them that will go along, they're going to kill them too. <laughs> just for the fun of it. You know, just because Satan loves death. You know, they're funny that way. So, going further, um, consequently, um, okay, now going further. As the duly elected sheriffs of our respective counties, we will enforce the rights guaranteed to our citizens by the Constitution. No federal official will be permitted to descend on our constituents and take from them what the Bill of Rights, in particularly the Second Amendment, has given them. We, like you, Mr. President, swore a solemn oath. He didn't, he didn't even swear the oath. He, they took him, and I think he... He didn't take the oath in the Bible anyway. It wouldn't have mattered to him anyway, but that was a whole other scandal. We took, we swore this oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, and we are prepared to trade our lives for the preservation of its traditional interpretation. Thank God for some men with a backbone. You know, which is biblical. <laughs> or is it more biblical to act like a bowl of jelly and curl up into a corner of fetal position and urinate yourself as the cops come in, or not the cops, but let's say the New World Order, or the criminals come in to rape and pillage your family. That's biblical, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just common sense. You protect your family as a man. Period. He that provideth not for his own house is worth worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. That's what the Bible says if you don't provide for your own house. And that word providing, if you translate it from the Greek, a major part of the definition of that word is protection of your family. Oh, or is it just putting food on the table? Keeping a roof over the head? And, you know, but then when the bad guys come, just let them rape, pillage, and kill. Oh, yeah, I mean, it excludes that part. No, it doesn't. You know, so anyway, let's go further. If you don't believe that, key in resistance in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I believe I just had a major part on that in the last study, too, that you can click on. Anyway, federal framework being set up to arrest sheriffs. Okay. Like I said, this is one of the... If you want to keep your eye on something, on an, on. Certain issues are more important than others as far as the New World Order implementing its agenda. This sheriff issue is a huge one. Huge one. Federal framework being set up to arrest sheriffs. We already know now the Secret Service there with Colorado can go in and get rid of the sheriffs. Colorado and apparently Texas are being targeted with an attempt to set up a federal authority framework that will enable Secret Service agents, not just those guarding the President and others of the, of the U.S. Secret Service, including uniformed division officers, physical security technicians and specialists, and other special officers, to arrest and remove an elective sheriff for refusing to enforce the law or anyone breaking the law. And these are unenforceable laws. But they want them to do the impossible and enforce unconstitutional, satanic, unenforceable laws. They're looking for an excuse, in other words, to get rid of the sheriffs. I wouldn't want to be a sheriff right now. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> it wouldn't be the, the best position to be in. Now, hey, I mean, if you're born-again Christian and you die for it, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. But I'm just saying, it wouldn't be the most enviable position right now. You know? 
because of this, for obvious reasons. Why are they doing this? Here is why. It would establish federal authority, police powers, in a state, enabling an enforcement arm reporting directly to the president or the Secret Service. See, the Secret Service is absolutely, totally beholden to the president. That satanic devil known as Barack Hussein Obama. So, what better branch of the federal government to implement something like this? These guys are like the most sold out directly to the president. So, I can understand why they do this. It would potentially lead to enabling the president slash the executive branch to theoretically override the actions and preventative measures that are now being taken by many states throughout the country who are trying to preserve Second Amendment gun rights and who are prohibiting the enforcement of unconstitutional uh, laws passed by Congress or pushed by executive order. As some of you may already know, a growing list of sheriffs, more than 340 or so across the country, have expressed that they will not enforce a Washington mandate that clearly violates the Second Amendment. Many state laws to preserve gun rights are gaining momentum. And this is another thing they're concerned about. There's a lot of pushback and a lot of the opposite way. And they can't have that. They've got to quash everything. States including Montana, Ohio, Kentucky, Idaho, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, Arizona, Michigan, Utah, New Mexico. However, in Colorado, Senate Bill... 13-013, which is the one we just reported on, just passed the Senate and will be heading on its potential signing by the governor, giving police powers and arrest authority to the executive branch of federal government secret service within the state. I believe Colorado is very liberal overall in a lot of ways. Well, I've only been there and stayed once, and it was at a chiropractic convention. I've been wanting to go to this one for a long, long time. It was on the uh, standard process line that I carry. And it was like a weekend thing. And I went out there. <laughs> and I mean, I, like, turn on the TV and there's like, like, gay men hotline call in. Like, right on the main channels. I'm like, what on God's green earth is this? You know how that stupid whatever, I don't have, you know, TV, I haven't had it for years, I mean, as far as cable or anything like that, whatever I see, I pretty much see on the internet, but, (laughs) they were having like, you know, gay men call in and chat with gay men, and I'm like, oh my word, I mean, it was bad, And, and then, when I went to the convention, I was in this room, and a lot of these doctors, a a lot of them were were from Colorado. Some of them were California. And, man, I have never been around a bigger group of overt, total new agers. And this, this product line that I'm involved in is not... It, it, this seminar I was at is not involved in new age. This is just literally talking about specific products that Standard Process manufactures. It's called Clinical Nutrition... It's been around since 1929. It's the product line I've specialized in. I was actually being groomed to do seminars to teach other doctors about the product line. But the thing that got me off that, there was a couple reasons, but one of the main things was that there's a lot of other good products out there. And I wasn't going to be beholden to one company and say, this is the only, this is like the only product that works on the planet. There's other products that work too. And I wasn't going to be held to something like that. Anyway. I have never been around a bigger group of more overt, new age, occult, because new age is occult, practitioners in my life. It was like the land of the fruits and nuts. I was surrounded by everybody there that I met were all total overt. New Agers, and, and incorporated that into their practices. That's why when people come in and say, well, what alternative practitioner can I go to? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I've met one. Even the ones that call themselves Christians do all kind of New Age stuff. I used to do New Age stuff. I got out of it. God pulled me out of it totally. Ended up losing, I mean, probably couldn't have been a very rich man by now if I would have stayed in all that. You know? Probably could have had it all, but I chose 
to ultimately walk away from it all. Other than, I mean, I do some stuff now a little bit online, but I just don't have time to pursue it anymore because of the ministry. And I got out of it, totally. It, was a, it wasn't just an overnight. I mean, it was an overnight from some standpoints, but eventually, to get me into this ministry, I had already broken free a long time, though, from the New Age component. I've never been around more liberal New Age doctors in my life than I was when I was at that seminar in Denver. So this doesn't really surprise me, because generally, obviously, Satan is going to implement his agenda at a greater, more hardcore level wherever he has a bigger beachhead. And they, he's got a big beachhead in Colorado from what I can see. And then you have the Denver International Airport and that underground city from hell there and all the underground bases that are, a lot of them I think are a little more prevalent out in the, in the um, West, tend to be. Anyway, that's a whole other subject. But let's get back to this report here. Um, Okay, so Okay, so continuing, so in Texas a similar bill has just been introduced in the state legislature. The president and vice president Biden have been actively pursuing state legislatures and pushing for passages of the bills. This is one of the main things, the main objectives that Obama and Biden have had, particularly as of recent is getting this legislation pushed through. So going further, Obama is scheduled to visit Colorado in a few days. I believe he's already done this. Colorado is a pawn for the Obama-Biden plan, and then on to the next state, at least those that won't fall in line. Quoted from Representative Lori Sane of Colorado, who we quoted earlier, who says she believes the bill is intended to be used as a foundation for later legislation that will surrender still greater control to federal authorities. Absolutely. You give the devil an inch, he'll take a mile. There have been so many explanations for the reasons they really need this bill passed. So what is what is it really? I believe it is intended to be used for setting up the framework so that at some other time they could expand it to possibly include being able to arrest a sheriff who is refusing to enforce unconstitutional laws. When would be an old when would be the right time from a satanic standpoint for that to happen? Where they could do it in mass when martial law is imposed? And we're just one crisis away from that. That could happen any minute. So again, this could be that close. Now there's all kind of other legislation that we're not even talking about where they could do that as well. So then she goes on to say they would justify it by saying that since we've already given the Secret Service this ability, why not give them just one more ability? It is, full, it is a full court press by the executive branch for the federal government to empower themselves even further by inserting themselves as the police authority within the state to eliminate any opposition. Absolutely. Next report. <clears throat> gun, store, gun stores are resorting to bullet rationing. I just told you about this. This is more proof. Gun stores across America are resorting to bullet rationing with store owners saying they have never seen such shortages in their lifetime, and blaming huge ammunition purchases by the federal government. KCTV in Kansas caught up with gun shop proprietors who said they were struggling to keep their shelves stocked as prices soar in the face of dwindling ammo supplies. Owner Chris Code of UT Arms in Kansas City said that he is finding it increasingly harder to find certain kinds of bullets to fulfill orders. The store owner specifically pointed to 9mm, 40 caliber, and 22 long rifle ammo. We're struggling to get that ammo. We're doing limits on what individuals can buy. Just like your Walmart, Cabela's, and Dick's, everyone is doing a rationing of that ammo right now. Code told reporters, adding that the trend has gotten much worse over recent weeks, but it's, going, but it's been ongoing for three months. <clears throat> Next report. Gun control can be passed only if Republicans sell out. There's an action you can click on here. You can click here to contact your senators. You can do this online. Demand that they support the Paul Cruz-Lee filibuster, and oppose the, which we've mentioned earlier, and oppose the motion to proceed any gun control vehicle. Vice President Joe Biden has been unleashed by President Obama to blitz his former colleagues in the Senate and rally support for gun control. Um... Tell Congress that you will stand your ground on the Second Amendment. And there's another link there if you care to do that. 
Uh, here's the next report. Georgia town passes law requiring residents to own guns. Now, this is a different uh, town than Kennesaw, Georgia, which we've talked about, which has done this for years and watched their cl- crime rates plummet and their murder rates plummet after they did this. Another town in Georgia is doing this. <clears throat> a small town in Georgia on Monday passed a law requiring the head of each household to own a gun as a way to keep crime down. The ordinance approved unanimously by the city council in Nelson is a symbolic However, uh, because it, there's no penalty for violating it. So in other words, they're not going to come in and you know, gut shoot you if you don't do it, but it's symbolic. But it serves as an expression of support for the gun rights and sends a message to would-be criminals like the government. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Added the last part in. Um, next report. Armed Citizen Project may expand in Dallas. The Armed Citizen Patrol is raising money to give free guns to residents living in high-crime areas to single women so that they can defend themselves against criminals. I think it's awesome. I mean, as long as they're going to somebody that's going to use the gun for the right reason, you know, it's, it's wonderful. So, that's something. There are a couple positive things there. Uh, next report. Department of Homeland Security can seize gold, guns, silver, and safety deposit boxes. According to in-house memos now circulating, the DHS is issued orders to banks across America, which announced to them, that under the Patriot Act, the DHS has the absolute right to seize without any warrant whatsoever any and all customer bank accounts and to make periodic unannounced visits to any bank to open and inspect the contents of selected safe deposit boxes. I've been telling you this for a long time. Get your money out of the banks other than what you have to have in there to maybe pay some of your bills or if even better, get your... Get your cash out when you can and pay. use postal money orders or something like that, which is also a lot better from a privacy standpoint. Don't have anything safe to deposit box. Don't have anything in paper. If you have it in paper, you can just might as well kiss it goodbye because when all this stuff starts to go down and when they switch over to the global government, it's going to be like a reset button that was hit. And you might get a portion, maybe, but it might be devalued times 10, or even if it's divided times half. Anything in paper, you, if you can't lay your hands on it, it's you might as well kiss it goodbye. Because there's no guarantee you will get any of that back. You know, And I know that's pretty harsh what I just said, but it's, it's true. I love you enough to tell you the truth. Anything paper, man. <laughs> in paper. I wouldn't mess with it. Further, the DHS shall, at the discretion of the agent supervising the search, remove, photograph, and or seize as evidence any of the following items. Bar gold, gold coins, firearms of any kind unless manufactured prior prior to 1878. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's going to do you a lot of good, like a musket. Documents such as passports, or most of them, a lot of more muskets. Anyway, documents such as passports or foreign bank account records. Uh, Pornography or any material that, in the opinion of the agent, shall be deemed of to be of a contraband nature. DHS memos also state that banks are informed that any bank employee, or any on any level, that releases improper, classified, DHS security information to any member of the public, to include the customers whose boxes have been clandestinely opened and inspected, and any other party to include the members of the media, and further, that the posting of any such information on the Internet will be grounds for immediate termination of the said employees or employees and their prosecution under the Patriot Act. So you could, in other words, a teller could not give their customers any kind of heads up this was going to go down, even if they were really good friends with them. about as bad as it gets. Wow. Safety safety deposit box holders and depositors are not given advance notice when failed banks shut their doors. So you're not going to get any advance notice of this. Don't expect to get any advance notice. They want to confiscate everything they can get their slimy hands on to fund their New World Order plan, and also to destroy the middle class of America, which a lot of this would apply to, which is a gigantic goal of the Illuminati. 
to defund the middle class of America, to put them in a position of absolute, total, utter helplessness so that they have no choice but to go to Big Brother on bended knee begging for a handout. Oh, and he'll be more than happy to accommodate you, but the price you're going to have to pay in the, in the end, you're not going to want to do. You're not going to want to pay that price. So, this is just part of that. If people have their emergency money in a safety deposit box or an account in a bank that closes, they will not be allowed into the bank to get it out. They can knock on the door and beg beg to get in, but the sheriff department or whoever is handling the closure will simply say no because they're just following orders. That day's coming, guaranteed. Very surprised it hasn't got here yet. God's mercy is amazing. Next report. Is gold-silver confiscation next? New bill requires registration of precious metals. So now we've got registration of high-capacity magazines, of your firearms, of gold and silver now. I mean, again, Obama, Satan, through Obama and world government, has ramped it up like I've never seen. Just can't keep up with it all. Lawmakers in President Obama's home state, probably the most corrupt state, or one of the most corrupt states in America, with uh, Illinois, want to know who is buying and selling gold. So the lawmakers, they want to know who's buying and selling gold in Illinois. The Illinois Precious Metal Purchasing Act, or SB-3341, would require every gold and silver transaction to be registered with the state. Well, Satan wants to know where your gold and silver are. He wants to know where your ammo's at. He wants to know how much you got. He wants you to turn it in, if preferably, that ultimately that'll be what they want. They'll want it all to fund their operation and to leave you helpless. I'm not saying God can't deliver you. I'm just saying that's what their goal is. The bill passed in the state Senate last spring, and the House is considering amendments. Well, it's passed last spring. The federal government's history of confiscating gold has some concern this bill could be an ominous sign of things to come. <laughs> you think? Eighty years ago, President Franklin Roosevelt ordered the confiscation of most gold from private citizens with his executive order 6102. People were directed to turn in their gold in exchange for paper currency. I mean, that, talk about an evil, unjust law. The ban on owning gold lasted more than 40 years until President Gerald Ford signed legislation in 1974 making it legal to own gold again. What, what an evil, evil, satanic... It's just it's incomprehensible. However, in 1971... President Richard Nixon had taken the U.S. off the gold standard, ostensibly to keep countries from trading for their, surp- their surplus for gold. Nixon decreed that the U.S. would no longer exchange dollars for gold. Nixon also announced the federal government would no longer redeem currency with silver. As World Net Daily Joseph Farrow wrote, that was the last vestige of a dollar tied to a hard metal standard in America, 1971. Why the government... Why is the government infatuated with precious metals, particularly gold? Critics say separating currency from something of real value, such as gold, is another form of wealth confiscation. Because the Federal Reserve Bank can merely pump as many dollars as it wants into the system, causing money to lose value through inflation. So, there, you know, unfortunately, that's another thing that we're, we're dealing with. Uh, next report. Now Obama targets your FedEx. Packages. Shipper warns move has potential to threaten privacy from all customers. I'm trying to get... As many reports out there anymore that are going to potentially directly affect my listeners. Now, not all of them are maybe going to directly. Some of them are just very, very good to be aware. This could directly affect people. A lot of the stuff I'm reporting on here today. Trying to give you a heads up, get the word out here. The Obama administration is demanding the nation's two biggest shipping companies police the contents of Americans' sealed packages. And a FedEx spokesman is warning that a move has potential to threaten the privacy of all customers that send or receive packages. FedEx is saying that. Now, you can click on the link here if you want to know more about this, but this is what the, the, Obama, the Obama's targeting 
everything. He wants it all. Okay, Satan wants it all. And this is what we're dealing with here. Next report, ATF seeks massive database of personal info, assets, relatives, associates, and more. A recent solicitation from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, or the ATF, reveals that the agency is seeking a massive online database capable of pulling up individuals' personal information, connections, and associates. This is why, again, a big reason why they have, like, Twitter and um, Facebook and these types of things. It's data mining. Okay, Google, log in all your searches. You know, YouTube, if you, particularly if you log into these things, and it's, it's observing all of what is associated with you, building profiles on you so that they know everything about you, so that they can predict what patterns um, you're going to take in regard to the day that they come after you. I think a lot of it has to do with that. Not to say they're going to come, you know, literally after every single one or whatever, but I think a lot of, Bible-believing Christians, that's going to be the case. If you're part of the New World Order, maybe not. You know, Obviously, they still want to know where you're at, what you're doing, and what you're involved in, though. And again, they can then classify whatever, if you're involved in things they don't like, then, oh, that's criminal activity. We need to go after them. So the document says that the system will be utilized by staff to provide rapid searches on various entities. For example, names, telephone numbers, utility data, and reverse phone lookups as a means to assist the investigators and background research on people, assets, and businesses. The system is described as a massive online data repository system that contains a wide variety of data sources, both historically and current, that can be utilized in support of investigations and backgrounds. So again, it's just one more unbelievably draconian thing they're talking about doing here. Um, alright, let's go to the next part. Okay, so now, let's switch gears, actually. Hmm. Because this is kind of, I'm really kind of switching gears quite a bit here. Um, let me just see something. I, pro- I probably can get through this, though. No, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and end part two here. Because we're, we're going to be switching gears now. We're going to actually be talking about bug out time is short. Where should I go? I'm going to give you some options. Now, I've, I've given you a lot of things about prepping and things like that in the past. And I'm just going to try to add to a little bit of that. Give you the links to some of my older studies. Or recent, very recent studies, a lot of them. Uh, so you can have a kind of a comprehensive look at it some options that you have. So I'm going to end part two here and we'll go to part three next. God bless you.